I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I used to wish on a star that I have big plaques, big awards right here on the wall, everything that gleam, lampshades backstage for these niggas asking, Tay, would you work 10 years for your dream? Seven years later now, see just what he mean? Because this is a real life and I'm living kind of regular. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And this is a emergency special uh session of the blackout tips podcast because uh when i scheduled this i forgot that the game was uh at 8 30 tonight mm-hmm. um and uh it's game seven i didn't even expect it to be a game seven neither you know what i mean so i was like uh now the clock not gonna work because I, I can't be turning the shit off at 10 30 and only seeing like the last half of the fourth quarter i like to watch you know most of the game so uh you know we had to get on it and it's just me and you so mm-hmm. yeah no guests so nobody can be mad that we moved the show um can't nobody be mad if the show is short exactly so first things first listen to the blackout test podcast uh you can find us on the blackout com. all the contact information is the blackout com slash about in the about section people um you can sign up for our premium stuff at the in the premium section you can do recurring donations, one-time donations if you want to do that. Um, there's many ways to support the show. We appreciate everybody supporting the show now. We do. That, uh, it's really my income. So <laughs> the, everybody that supports is helping us out. And uh, we're getting closer and closer to that tattoo. So I'll update everybody later in the week. But, um, you know, I said if we get to 130 by the 16th, so 13 days left, uh, I will actually get, it'll be uh, not just the, 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 the tattoo of the logo, but an actual, the, I mean, not just a tattoo of the, the TBGWT, but the logo. Oh, so you're getting both of them? Um, well, no, no, I'm saying I'm going to move it down was, on my arm and get the big, get the logo instead oh, of Oh, so it's an upgrade. Yeah, yeah, it's an upgrade. Yeah. Come on. I don't, I'm not rich. Yeah. I was looking like, you don't get both of them? Yeah. Nah. Someone emailed me about how much tattoos cost and shit. I was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm definitely willing to get, get one. But yeah, we get the 130. It's the logo and it's on my forearm. Can't be hidden. Uh, and I'll probably put in the TBGWT under it or something, but still like the one big tattoo. I'm not getting multiple tattoos in a day. I'm not that tough yet. <laughs> I ain't never going to be that tough. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I am not for it tough. Right. Um, but yeah, you can find us at the uh, blackoutters.com. Uh, you can also find the contact and all the Twitter and social media information right there in the about section. Um, don't forget, leave us five star reviews on iTunes. We promise to read each and every one, regardless of content. We do. Even if the actual content says the show sucks, we'll read it. We will. You leave us a one-star review, it doesn't matter what you say. I, my eyes can't read one star. Oh, no, I'm blind to that. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different language that only subpar people should, should ever be able to read. Yeah, you might as well put that in HTML, dog. That's how much I'm going to understand that. Mm-hmm. It's all, it looks like the, all looks like the Matrix code to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, make sure you guys do all that stuff. Uh, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme, yes, sir. Um, and I don't want to. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't play the latest promo because you know we had these spinoff shows mm-hmm. and people always like, should I get the spinoff shows? You know, like what what are you talking about that would be worth me paying more, paying actual money, money. to listen to you talk? I mean, I kind of like you. I listen to you every day, but fuck you. Fuck your life, nigga. I hate you. I don't want you to ever do <laughs> anything. Um, so I play these promos, and hopefully those things get people interested to be like, oh, well, this is the kind yeah, of thing so they're doing. So you could be the cool kid, too, in the chat room. Yeah, it's been like 
four weeks straight that we've been putting out extra content and extra shows um so uh i cut this trailer today this is actually for scarred heart which is episode three of my interview series medium talk it's where i talk to scarfinger uh, a lot of people have been emailing us, mm-hmm. uh, writing us, Hitting um, us up on Twitter, Twitter, Facebook, just being like, this is a great interview. I really thought you did a great job. A couple people call me Oprah, um, which, you know, I was not ashamed of because that's a lot of money. Um, yes, you are. Yeah. Put like this. If 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 calling you Oprah means you get Oprah money, honey, be the male Oprah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I'll be the male Oprah. And I'll be the what was that man? Stefan. Step, step. God damn it. <laughs> <sighs> I don't even have a pencil. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Stefan. Stedman. I'll be Stedman then. Stedman. <laughs> but I'm smarter than him. I got you to marry me first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope boss is not listening to this one. <laughs> uh, all right. I'll put that in there. <laughs> Send that on the fire starter. But, um,. Yeah, let me play this trailer for everybody for Karen Tanks again. <laughs> I know. Let's get on to something else. Oh, you gonna talk over my trailer, Karen? I'm sorry. All right, here we go again. One, two, three, four, medium talk. Hi, welcome to another episode of Medium Talk with Rodimus Prime. It's Scarfinger. Uh, what's up, Scar? How you doing, dog? Hey, what's going on? Uh, what's uh, everybody in premium land over there? What's yeah. going on, everybody? All you rich ass niggas, what is up? <laughs> yeah, look, I, look, I can't afford it right now. Cause I got, <laughs> all of a sudden, I got to pay all the bills myself now. So, all right. So, so here's the story. Um, there's been there's been problems with us for quite a while. I mean, of course, everybody knows about the arguing and stuff like that because we do it on the actual podcast. And I've been saying this whole time, like everybody loves the arguing. Everybody loves and they think they think it's funny. They think it's hilarious. But, you know, that shit just really kind of like it kind of weighs on us. Mm-hmm. And um, you know she's been she's been happy for she's been unhappy for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it started with the show. Oh, really? Uh huh. It, it started. It wasn't. With the show. It wasn't the argument over surrogates, was it? Uh, how long we've been dating? We've been dating since we were both fifteen. Okay. Um, we are thirty three now. There's a group of them that I believe are um, the ones that are just. Ca- pretty much dirty macking mm-hmm. and i called them the wolves she she embraced the wolves and then after she told me she was unhappy i don't think she ever really wanted to embrace me again if you look at the if you look at the tumblr um i was writing letters to her that i wasn't actually giving her there is a letter that i wrote her the day after she told me about the other guy mm. when she came to me a few times she came to me a few times about wanting to go to counseling and i told her the same thing that any normal ass nigga would say like counseling is for white people and right. then i also, I mean, is people say that that oh, I need space, I need space from you, but a lot of times they just mean I need space with other people. You know what I mean? It's like, well, you're still you're not going to be by yourself. You're going to have space with other people, which isn't really space. I did, more, I did more crying, and I spent more time on my knees than I ever have in my life. Mm. Um, because and, and for really, people that I'm, don't, for people that don't know, you've been to prison, so that's a lot. You know? Come on, son. <laughs> <laughs> she was getting ready for work. And she was taking a shower. I went in the bathroom to, and I went to use the bathroom to make sure that she was um, actually in the shower. And I checked her phone. Mm. Um, then um, I know she doesn't talk on the phone very much. So I went straight to her text messages um, and her um, and I went in the top. 
the top thing on the text messages was a name that I recognized. Mm. And I went, hmm, I didn't know they exchanged numbers. So Shay B was right. Look, fellas, if you listen to this, check your woman's purse, check her phone. If you feel like something's up, man. Dude, this shit gotta be devastating though, cause now you're not just finding out. It, it got, it got pretty bad. Like, yeah. I tried to commit, I tried to commit suicide about, what, five or six times? What? Uh huh. Five or six times in the last three years? No, in the last two weeks. We have so much access to everyone. So, um, like, while you guys are going through this, it's kinda like everyone that knows y'all is going through this. All right, so that was my interview with Scarfinger, um, at least some clips from it. That was actually a really, really, really good interview, I, I must say. And we've heard a lot of feedback from it. Um, and I do, I give you kudos uh, for your interviewing skills because you did something that very, very few people can't do as far as when they interview people, how you interview the transitions between, like, what you guys were talking about and placing some laughter in between which is very very hard uh so i give you i give you kudos for that because most people don't have that skill set and they actually don't have that talent uh well thank you yeah that was the thing man it was uh, uh i didn't want it to be so I, my goal wasn't to be like how can i get everybody to cry you know what yeah. i mean it was just like let's keep it and then naturally i like if and you know this from things that we've gone through. Like anytime someone that I am friends with or whatever I have a relationship with, anytime they're going through a tough time, my number one go to is humor. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't want to be like, let me see if I can uh, make this dude cry. Let's see if I can make the audience sad. Like it's it's kind of like, you know, let's keep it kind of light, because if you don't laugh, then what what's the fucking point, man? And like. Some of the stuff he's telling you, you know, it's just uh, like I had no idea about the suicide attempt stuff. No, I, I thought that was like something that happened years ago or something. Me too. Uh, but, you know, to say like, yeah, I, I try to commit suicide five or six times in the last three weeks. Then it's like, well, that's a curveball. And I think in a natural conversation in real life, you don't know if you can ask that. But I'm on the air and I'm like, what would a listener think? Because I try to always go. What would a listener want to know right now? Yes, and me too. When I do my show, that's what I try to think. Like, if I was listening, what would they think? That's why when they use phrases and talk about food, what what is a yellow uh, orange yam, a yellow right. yam? I ain't never heard of that. Right, exactly. So, uh, you know, and and also I think some of the subject matter is so taboo because you're talking about, you know, a, a separation in a marriage. Yes. You're talking about. Um, Which happens to a lot of people, but most people shut down, right. back away, and they're not open with it. Well, everyone shames people, and then they make you feel like Some, you're a failure. Yes. You when, know what I mean? When, when, that's not, when that's not so, the the a lot of people fail to realize that sometimes staying married to somebody that uh you realize that it's time to go to mm-hmm. me is a big of a failure than actually separating. Well, even if they realize it's time to go. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's not even always up to you. Some, it's just not, it's not always your fault necessarily. No, it's not. Um, and it's not always something that can be fixed and it happens so often, but yet when that stuff happens to people, everybody feels so alone because nobody ever reaches out. Nobody ever talks about it. Yes. It's kind of like if your shit is going bad, keep your shit to yourself and don't bring it up you know like you failed as a relationship and everyone just kind of walk, walk walks around you and, and and talks softly and whispers and talks about you behind your back mm-hmm. 
but because everything they were going through was really really public you know and that was mm-hmm. like one of the things with the interview it's like yo everybody kind of knows that you guys are having issues but a lot of people don't feel comfortable talking about it and i was like well let's talk about it you know and yeah i even reached out to sherry but i'm not sure she's even going to do the show because like there was a huge meltdown on friday that like everyone saw on twitter where she was like alleging like abuse and like physical abuse child abuse like all kinds of stuff against scar and it got taken down later she made her account private scar released like this 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 uh, audio booth thing that was like a couple minutes long where he was crying talking about pray for her and it was just like so much drama and like nobody's expecting just it's just bam drama all everywhere for about i don't know six hours on on friday and everybody's just like talking about it and it's like you guys have a public life kind of mm-hmm. and that's kind of the it's like everything your arguments public your 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 love is public your breakups are public um and when stuff like that just gets crazy i feel like everyone sees it and then everyone goes i don't want let's not ask about it yeah you know or just be quiet don't talk about it like that'll make it better yeah be- um, because I, and i've said this before and i really do do mean this at the end of the day i just want both parties to be happy whatever makes both parties happy and when you talk about divorce some people think where everybody's sad and sometimes divorce is not a sad thing sometimes you actually find yourself and who you are through a divorce and and learn more about yourself even though that's not what people really want to hear when when they're talking about separating and leaving and a lot of times uh the people that end up suffering the most are the people around the people that literally have to deal with them every day. Sometimes they end up suffering more than the people actually going through the divorce. Especially you have children right. or family members. They got to constantly hear both sides and they're torn because they don't want to choose sides or pick sides because well, they love both uh, of you. Well, even on Twitter, people like, because they have a podcast and network, they have friends. People are picking sides. You know, people are saying like, because especially since Sherry's not that, She's not really an open book about everything, right? Compared to Scarfinger yeah. in this. Um, he's kind of talked about a lot of stuff. So whenever, and when you're together that long, oh, y'all got secrets. Like everybody got secrets. Like y'all together for that long, y'all know the dirt. Y'all know the crust of each other's bread. You know what I mean? Yep. So you know how to hurt each other way, like you know how to hurt each other probably better than you know how to love each other at some points, right? So it's like when you want to go on Twitter and just put some shit out there that will shut a motherfucker up, you can do it. And she just dropped like three or four bombs in a row where people were just like, yo, y'all have to chill. And I didn't really tell him to chill out because I was like, um, I didn't tell him to shut the fuck up. I'm not going to tell her to shut the fuck up, you know, and it, it, cause it really does. But a lot of people, I think, pick sides yeah. to where uh, they've been quote unquote against her for so long yes because he's the one that's kind of been talking Open. about it that uh you know people have said some really fucked up shit to her yes they um, have and to be quite honest i'm not married to either of y'all i don't give a fuck i said and I, I think people just don't believe me when i say that but i say that about people i know in real life if i was out at a bar and i saw justin with some other chick i wouldn't say shit i don't care it's not my relationship like it's not it is not my duty to to get in between them and tell him what to do it could be an open relationship it could be it's all your business yes it is do whatever the fuck you want you know yes it is and they both have the right to do whatever they want to do Mm -hmm. and it's one of those things where 
you know, when you hear one side, you're like, oh, okay, but it's always two sides to every story. Right. And a lot of times when people tell stories, uh, they tell it from their perspective, and a lot of times to hear the whole story, you need actually you literally need to hear both sides of the story yeah, and, to I mean, get a clear picture of what really happened. And some of the stuff is so damning that she alleged. That how do you say it? And that's true. You know what I mean. So it's like he alluded to stuff like, "Well, I've been a monster in the past" or something like that. That's a very vague statement, you know. But it's him admitting something, right? But it's like if someone actually put some specific incidents, or you push me down the stairs. <gasps> Oh, that's way different in my mind. Like in my mind, I'm like, wait, you did what? That's, you know, I thought being a monster was one thing in my head, but it's completely different when you see it on Twitter, Mm -hmm. you know, in all caps from somebody that's like, I'm tired of your shit. Like, so, uh, yeah, man, I guess they're just kind of like backing away from the internet. He shut it. He shut that. He's actually shut down that Tumblr. I don't know if it's still there or not, but he's, he at least put one more post that was like, I'm not doing this anymore. It's hurting more. And that was one of the questions I asked him was like, do you, don't, don't you think some of you being so vocal about y'all's issues on Twitter and Facebook and Tumblr is to hurt her? Or if, even if it's not to hurt her, it's going to hurt her because, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's got to be hurtful. It's not like you're being, even with you kind of being nice, quote unquote, about it, it's still kind of, it would hurt people it would hurt me to know my business was in the streets mm-hmm. you know and i think by the end i kind of got him to say like yeah this could be hurtful man but anyway i think it's a great interview um i don't want to just talk about the interview the whole time but uh and we'll have more clips from other shows later in the week but um you know i i enjoyed it man um and uh i i think that uh he had a good a good time and whatnot so uh let's talk about some other things that were going on um first things first we have a sponsor so yes, we do. I have to play some sexy music. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I understand what you're saying, but I just got out of a situation, and I ain't really trying to get it. Mm-hmm. Fellas yeah. and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Hmm. Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. And you won't be able to keep it off of Twitter either. You're going to be talking about it. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only you can get 50% off of just about any item. But that's not all. Oh no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you also get three, count them, three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus a free extra gift that is so sensual, it will make your nipples hard just thinking about it. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order, people. What are you waiting for? Are you stupid? Huh? Do you think it's going to last forever? Don't be an asshole. Take advantage of this. What happens when it's gone and then your vagina, your penis is looking at you like, uh, really, uh, dog? That's, this is how you're you going to play me? You on the code. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off of, just a, of one item, just about any in the store. Will you put in the code TBGWT in the offer code box when you go check out that's tbgwt three free dvds free extra gift free shipping i'm so fucking sick of telling you guys this shit 
If I find out any of you guys has a dry vagina or penis, it's your fault. And I wish the worst of things to you and only you. It is, it is your fault. Because mm-hmm. uh, even if your vagina do get cold, they got woman creams. Right. There's people walking around with ashy genitals right now because they oh, won't. Why not? They no, refuse do to listen to me, Karen. I'm telling you, get half off. And believe you me, it's better than Dollar Tree, I promise you. Right. So use the offer code TBGWT at adamandeve.com. Peace. All right, well, that's the show. Good job, y'all. Let's go watch some. No, I'm just kidding. I know, right? <laughs> Let's go watch some basketball. <laughs> right. All right, guys. Uh, tip offs now. Um, so first things first. Uh, everybody's been asking because uh, the show was so good last night. Yes, we will be doing them Thrones tomorrow. Yes, Patrice will be here. So everybody, and calm I actually down. watched it because I was waiting on pizza. Yeah, everybody, <laughs> calm down. All right. I, that man, people have been hitting us up all day about people, that. People Since are, last night. People are hitting me up like it's not going to happen. I know, right? <laughs> like, make sure y'all talk about them thrones tomorrow. I know. Yes. Right. We, uh, we it, will. It, it, is y'all going to move it to today? No. It's, it's tomorrow. It's always on Tuesdays. Right. We, we will like we always do. Remember? You know? But, um, yeah. So, my, uh, a couple things happened today. Uh, yesterday, actually, I remember ordering a pizza. And I ordered the pizza from Papa John's. Now, a lot of people would say, Rod, really? Papa John's? You know that motherfucker hates Obama. He won't give his drivers insurance. And they got a cocaine-selling driver and a racist driver talking about some Negro shit. Mm -hmm. But see, that's where I'm different from you guys, okay? This is what I like to call a buyer's market. Right now, nobody from Papa John's is going to fuck up. They are so scared. <laughs> yes, they are. You know, I could have ordered anything I wanted, dog. Anything. I could have not tipped. I could have not paid. Nothing's going to happen to me. I was untouchable last night. I know. You know? Like, we got to get our business back. Right. When I answered the door yesterday, it was, it was like uh, he knocked off soft. Unlike normally the pizza delivery man knocks on your door like the police. I know, right? Yeah, this time he just knocked real softly. And then I answered the door. I said, what you want, Whitey? He was like, <laughs> was like please, uh, I just I just want to sell some pizza. I said, give me the goddamn receipt, bitch. And I yanked it out of his hand and we put it out. I snatched the pen and I, sna- I, wrote my, I wrote my name on it. And I snatched the pizza out of his hand. I pushed him in the back. He said, can I have my pen? I said, my pen, bitch. <laughs> Fuck Papa John. <laughs> you tell Papa John I said that shit. I'm coming around here no more. And he was like, okay, no problem. You know? And I still tipped him exactly 21%. Yes. And I just waited for his phone to call me, but he never did. So I guess they're learning. I guess so. But yeah, this, this is the time. You know? I, when you call, I, matter of fact, I called my order in. I didn't even use the internet this time. I called the order and I said, Listen up, motherfucker. I'm a nigga, and I want some goddamn motherfucking pizza, bitches. And it was like, whoa, sir, you don't have to cuss it. I was like, calm that. down. I said, you gonna give me some pizza, you racist motherfuckers? And I want some. I want my pizza hot and fresh, and no, with no racism. <laughs> racism free pizza. Extra political correctness on my pizza. That's all I want. <laughs> and not that sarcastic kind, like fine, upstanding African American gentleman. I don't want that kind. <laughs> You call me Mister when you come to this house, boy. Um, I want so, all my ingredients to respect me. Pizza was early as shit too. That's the one of the quickest they've ever been. I know, I know. I put in the order at like four seconds before Game of Thrones started, and they was here by like thirty minutes in. 
you know like they they, i'm telling you dog it was they own it right now if you black call let them hear your voice let them know that you you black talk in ebonics talk more black than you normally do (laughs) you know how they say jaquetta sorry you didn't sound black on the phone sound black on the phone people Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes yeah uh, oh as black as your voice can get right add extra uh plurals to things that don't have plurality oh i'm the queen of that yeah do that shit guys do that shit um all right so uh i was at the basketball court i was playing basketball with my friend the one who's gonna get me a free car wash she brought she hey she came throwing her promise that she lost the poll so she gave me and justin free car wash tickets uh i gotta get it from her wednesday but I, she's a woman of her word and i appreciate that cool so she's been working out uh, a couple times a day she's trying to lose weight right mm-hmm. so um i saw I, sometimes when i go to the gym i see her in there running around doing whatnot um uh whenever i go to like the certain ymca so um she w- one of our mutual friends was in there steve and steve is like hey so uh you you trying to lose weight uh like you know how much you think you lost he's like going in all this stuff right mm-hmm. and steve's kind of a troll so he's you know he's always saying some fucked up shit to her uh but she so he got in her head somehow they went somewhere to go get on the scale came back and he was all up in the mental mind you know all up in the mental mind just like well uh uh you know you maybe you lose about 25 more pounds or something like that to her right and i'm just like oh nigga what yeah i stay out of that shit that's how you get fucking cut well what was funny is she was asking right she asked a question uh, he wasn't just offering this advice. She asked a question. So I'm listening to my music in my headphones and she comes over to me and she's like, Rod. And I'm like, what? She's like, Rod. And I take my headphones off. I'm like, what? And she said, Hey, how much you think I weigh? No, that's not a, you don't answer that question. So I said, um, I'm not answering that question. That's right. And I put my headphones back in. She kicked my foot. She said, no, for real. How much you think I weigh? Nope. And I said, I'm married to a woman you think i'm fucking stupid go ask that's the truth go ask a stupid person and she said why 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 won't you just tell me what you think i said because there's no right answer that's right there's never a right answer if i say say it on point you're not happy with that weight because it's too fucking on point if i say too high then i'm an asshole because i fucking think you're fat if i say too low then it's patronizing and if i say just a little too low then you feel sad because that's what you should fucking weigh Fuck you. Ain't Don't ask me a loaded truth. question, you asshole. That's not my fault. That's your fault. Now stop being vulnerable around me. You're a woman, and that's cool, and I appreciate and respect that, but I understand how gender roles work, and I understand how women have pressure to keep their bodies maintained to a certain weight. Yes. But this isn't Twitter. No. I'm not going to have the 200-pound debate. This is real life where you can reach out and touch a motherfucker and cut a motherfucker and, and, and go off. I don't want to deal with that. Right. Exactly. Not to mention, I mean... What about all the women that weigh 199 pounds that go on dates that cost $199? Twitter never talks about that. These are the real issues, Cameron. Yeah, tw- yeah tw- Twitter the, the debates are... St- uh, uh, don't get me started on that rampage. That's All that is a bunch of fucking bullshit because people just talking just to talk. Yeah. Um, and then this last random thought before we get into some articles and shit that happened today. D- you know how the trend now is for guys to wear tight jeans and stuff? And like the kids wear tighter clothes now, and man, fucking they balls all up. Right. Well, I was thinking, right when I was young, 
my parents wanted me to wear tighter clothes like i would be like i want to wear some hammer pants my dad be like boy if you don't put on those fucking levi's <laughs> yes looking like a goddamn fool yeah your pants and your pants better not be sagging you know i bought you these jeans to fit on your waist the that's right, right. that's all your waist is he's a belt boy right exactly my dad didn't play that shit mm-hmm. you know i went to school you know not looking like urkel but <laughs> my my clothes was in the right place man i couldn't go to school and like sag my shit because you look stupid sagging jeans that fit <laughs> nothing looks stupider so so my you know so i was thinking though you know i had this conversation you know go pick out some clothes with my mom and i'm like oh i want these duckhead jeans uh let me see if they got my size and my mom be like yep go try uh, go try these on and it'd be like uh say a size 20 28 or 26 and i'd be like mom let me get 34 and she's like no because you're just gonna try to sag in them you can get these jeans if they're fucking 38 I mean, 28, you can get a 28 or not, or 26, whatever exactly fits. That's what you get to wear. Ain't that the truth. But I was thinking like now kids have the opposite argument with their parents where it's like, uh, mom, I want these really tight jeans. Like, boy, buy, get the regular cut jeans. <laughs> yeah. No, mom, these jeans don't even show my ball print. How am I, uh, I can breathe in these. I want these tight jeans. You be like, boy, I want some grandkids. You know how parents are, boy, I want some yeah. grandkids. You're going to smother the babies. Yeah, they come out the, they come out like, uh, of the, the fitting room and the mom is like, what, boy, why are these jeans all the way above your waist? Ain't that the truth? Get, get you some jeans that sag a little bit in the back. Leave yourself some room to grow. You're not always going to be this size. Like, mom, I want ain't, ain't that my jeans truth. to be this tight. Or uh, 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 she look at you, she be like, Boy, now when I was small, you wear uh, jeans up to your ankles. People, we talking about you got high waters. Now this is the shit. No, yeah, now you where's got, the rain, son? Dwayne Wade is wearing capris to the games where he scores ten points. Yes, he is. You know, so it seems like you know why wouldn't kids now be making these arguments? Like, mom, these jeans cover my boots. I want jeans that show my whole calf. <laughs> what was and it's like boy those are capris take those capris out did you get those from the lady section this is the style mom i don't give a fuck until that's why i'm glad i ain't got kids because i'm like i don't give a goddamn about the styles you ain't paying for shit i am so you gonna wear what i tell you to wear and the kids gotta be like mom i'm gonna get picked on if i wear these jeans that cover up everything does I gotta get some, i gotta get some capris mom the bullies all walk around in capris picking on dudes that wear regular jeans look at my face son does my face look like i give a, a fat fuck about what them what they say what they do wear these pants and take your ass to school oh mom these jeans don't hug my hips do i give a rat's ass about anything you even, hugging your hips you can't even see the cut of my ass in these jeans you ain't got hips this is i'm gonna get picked on this, this, that's what they do to kids that wear regular jeans now. They get picked on. They get picked on. They, they get picked on for being regular. Right. They be on the bus doing the dozens of shit. Oh, look at this nigga. <laughs> oh, I bet, hey, hey, I bet if it flooded here, your jeans will get wet, nigga. Ha ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> nigga got them low water zones. <laughs> he got them low water jeans. Yes, it was bunch of you to pick for high waters. Right. They be, they be like, look at this nigga when he breathes, it fits. Oh, dog, you can't be walking around here like that. <laughs> nigga jeans so loose, man. Look how loose his jeans is, man. <laughs> oh, loose ass jeans. I bet you got all kinds of money and change in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> you probably put a whole wallet in your back pocket, you know, loose jeans ass nigga. Look, can your phone fit in there, dog? Can your phone fit in there, dog? You know you can't have put, you know you're supposed to carry your phone in your hand. Right, I remember like, if you wore tight, like, I remember if I had tight fans, 
and I got on the bus. Like I, I knew on the walk to the bus stop it was gonna be a problem. Like yes, I'm sitting here like, man, why did I wear these? I should have just wore my other shit. I don't care if I wore it yesterday. Ain't that the truth? But people, re- you know, but now it's gotta be the opposite. It's like, oh, oh, look, look, he come ride, he come ride in regular jeans. Oh, we about to clown this nigga again. Yes, I am so so fucking thankful I don't have kids because yeah. we would literally be toe to toe you know because that's what the boys with the girls you be like look no tna no tna well that seems like it's always been the same pretty much you know everything's about girls not showing any cleavage and all that but this is new for dudes you know this is new it's like uh but mom i really want to show off my calves you know, like that has never been a thing that was said about some jeans. No, and 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 the thing about the little girls is is just for the fact that once they get to a certain age, you know, you have more discussions. But while they're growing up and they're developing, you're like, look, everybody see your titties, baby. You ain't got to shake them out. If you got some big old double D's, everybody knows you got double D's. Doesn't you know when you walk into the room, you you ain't you you ain't. It's not like gonna surprise somebody when they poke around the corner and look at you. Hmm. Uh, I don't know where that just came from. You just, ah! I don't even know what conversation you were just having, uh, uh with some fictional person that's talking about girls' clothes. What's yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're talking about boys, fictional boys' clothes with their tight ass jeans and their ball prints. Yeah, I'm saying women's clothes never changed. Like, that's kind of the same no matter what, you know. But dudes' choke clothes have completely changed in the last, Wait, like, 20 and, years. And, and you know what? That, you know, that, that is true because now, uh, they wear, like, the bright, flamboyant colors mm-hmm. uh and you looking at them like wow i you know yeah I when mean, i was a little kid you would get joked yeah but what's funny is this used to be what our parents wanted that's like, true you know yes, my parents yes, yes. like my parents would have been extremely happy if my ass showed up in some tight ass khakis <laughs> and shit and went to school but now it's like no this is our this style is going too tight like yeah. they went to the extreme. Yeah. <laughs> we went from fitting to two fitting. Yeah. Um, and you know what? They even got uh dudes even have to worry about different cuts of jeans. That used to be yeah. just a female thing, but you know, dudes have like regular cut, boot right. cut, you know, wide cut. Right. Wide leg cut. You be like, what? Y'all don't got just one regular pair of jeans no T- more? Times are changing. Men have more options now. Uh and therefore you have to really be able to separate yourself. From the gay dudes. Like, I'm straight, but I'm wearing uh, 32 boot cut, uh, you know, capri pants or some shit. Yeah. I, now I have to separate my manhood. Speaking of which, let's talk about Roy Hibbert. Okay, what happened? All right. Two things happened. Now I'm going to play you the precursor to everything going down so you can get kind of a full view of what, like, this is the mood that Roy Hibbert was in. This is live on the air on TNT. After they beat the heat, uh, when uh, Roy was given, he was in a press conference. All right. So you ready for this? Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Oh, wait. I should probably turn the volume up because that's what <laughs> makes me be able to hear. <laughs> oh, wait. And some other article is playing. Well, that just was not very professional. I got to find that. Oh, that's what's go. playing. I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah, there we go. That was like, not. That does not look like what's supposed to be going on. Yeah, that was not Roy Hibbert's press conference. All right, here we go. This is on TNT. Means roll it. <laughs> Roy, you, you finished only 10th player of the year voting. <coughs> Why do you think that's possible when you alter so many shots? I mean, you know what? Because. Y'all, y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the oh, truth. Oh, shit. 
All right. He cussed at the so man. So that's fine. You know, I'm gonna be well real said. with you, and I don't care if I get fined. All right. Did he because, say well said? You know what? We play. We're not on TV all the time. Reporters are the ones that are uh, that are uh, uh, voting, and you know it is what it is. And if I don't make it, that's fine. I'm still gonna do what I have to do. Well, you will get fined. I, I would like to. Hey, <laughs> well, you know what? I, I, I like to apologize. He's he's not my favorite player, but he moved into second place. And Roy, I love that. Roy, Roy that little attitude you had right there, bring yes, you to game seven. Yeah. Barbecue chicken. I like that. When the I, big like man that. Talks. I like that. I like that. I feel like smacking you right now, Chuck. Oh, hold me back, Ernie. Don't hold me back, Ernie. It's going to be the furthest moving. Easy, easy. Man, TNT announces they had the most fun. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to cry after that. I always cry whenever it goes like straight to NBC or like yeah. the top channels because TNT has the best halftime because everybody else, I'm like, halftime, like, let me find some other shit to do. They halftime. I'm like, yes. Yeah, they're not lame and they have fun. Most and other they enjoy it. Pretty much most other places, if you come back after that, they have a serious discussion on why you shouldn't be cursing, and they just were like, "Oh, now I like me some cussing." So yeah. I'm talking about, and, call, they, and they went on. Call the reporters, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I would have did back in the day. So now we kind of set up. This is where his mind is. He just had a big game in Game Six. He's feeling like he could take on the world. So they asked him some more questions, and then he got a little freaky with it, Karen. So here's this one. You know, I, I don't block a lot of shots all the time, but, you know, I try to alter it as much as possible and not to give up any uh, easy plays because, you know, the momentum could have shifted right there if he got an easy dunk in. You know, you know there was, what, game, what was game three here? I really felt that I let Paul down in terms of uh, having his back. When LeBron was scoring the post or kicked to the pin because he stressed me out so much. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> but, you know, I want to be there for him. You know, uh, he's so, for those who, because the audio is a little choppy right there, um, and the quality is like someone recorded it off a of TV, because I'm pretty sure it, the NBA TV took this off the. <laughs> off youtube yes they did and, and posted it up there but he said uh they i i was i was disappointed because i was supposed to have paul's back paul george uh but the defense uh but all, the offense for miami they stretched me out no homo uh and he starts kind of chuckling to himself and then continues his thought uh all hell broke loose on twitter and shit wow like the article that i actually got these uh clips from is Dave Zirin's article where he actually asked, uh, he, he wanted the NBA to suspend him for game seven. For that and that motherfucker? Not for motherfucker, but for no homo because the NBA has a stance pretty strict, uh, that they are no longer going to, uh, tolerate homophobia. They have an actual ad campaign. Which was sparked after Kobe Bryant said called a, rat, a ref a fucking faggot mm-hmm. on national TV. Uh, so they had Grant Hill, who ironically was on the set of TNT that day and retired. So mm-hmm. I guess Roy thought, "Hey man, we retiring. That means I can get back to I can get back to calling people homos, right?" Ah, campaign's over with. Uh, so yeah, um, Dave Zarin actually wanted him to uh be suspended for Game Seven. Um, I actually, I linked to the wrong thing in the chat, but whatever. Um, he wanted them to be suspended for game seven and, um, he was, he was not, he got fined $75,000, which is 25,000 less than, uh, Kobe Bryant was fine. So if you guys are looking, pause is okay to say. Yeah. Homo, $75,000 and faggot, $100,000. 
think we're getting a pretty good mm-hmm. hierarchy of i think that's about right what's the motherfucker Ten thousand. Yeah, he probably, they didn't even say if he got fired for the motherfucker and how much that was. I wonder if that added on to this, you know. That probably is why it's so high. There was an old motherfucker and no homo? We got to tax you for that, sir. Yeah, but we had a big, like, there was a big discussion on Twitter about it. And a lot of people, as always, want to come out and try to tell you how everyone's overreacting and it's completely acceptable to go around using homophobic slurs in your everyday conversation and you don't really mean anything by it to which i say no you're wrong is it is fucked up Mm -hmm. but you need to own your offensiveness yes you do stop trying to tell the world that you're right you're actually wrong that's why you're using it there's no nice way to use homo in a sentence ain't that true there's no good faggots whenever you start calling people faggots. faggots that's right you know you can rationalize it you can try to tell convince yourself you're not a bad person The end of the day, you used something in a derogatory fashion, which fits the definition for homophobia, and you're a little bit homophobic at least. You're just going to have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to change the world on this. Mm-mm. People are like, well, everyone's so offended these days. No. More people have rights and voices now. Yes. They were always offended. Now you get to hear them. That's that's the difference. Before, they didn't have voices. They didn't have groups. They didn't have uh, people standing on their behalf. They, you, they didn't have Twitter. They didn't have Facebook. They didn't have these formats where they go, no, y'all been saying this shit for years. Now I have a platform where I can speak out because I'm not offended. And y'all go, whoa, whoa, whoa. We've been doing this for years. Where y'all come from? We always been here, but now you have to hear us. Yeah, he issued an apology, um, which I think he should have. I mean, I think if he would have been just unrepentant, he probably would have got suspended. Of course. But um, he issued an apology, and that's all well and good. But the point of the matter being, don't come to me trying to explain to me why this is okay. It's not fucking okay. And at bare minimum, you're at fucking work, man. Now, all you yes. guys, all you guys that believe this kind of language is okay, I bet money most of you guys do not say this shit at work. At work, he was being interviewed on the job. He was being paid to talk on camera. When you're representing your company in any your sort brand. of capacity, you're not going out here using no homo in sentences and shit. Mm-mm, calling people motherfuckers and shit like that on interviews. Come on, dog. Yeah, and someone's like, "Well, X amount of years ago, nothing would have happened." It's not X amount of years ago. That's a dumbass excuse. Yes. That's like saying, well, because uh, the other person, he was like, well, it's a good PR move and all this stuff for him to apologize. I was like, it probably is PR that he apologized. You know, I won't front on that. But the guy's like, well, why is it so, uh, you know, so, so bad that people got to call him out? Uh, you know, what, why, why do people want to have all this change and shit? I was like, well, if people would have had that attitude about the bus boycott, Ain't that the truth? Uh, you know what I mean? Like when, when it's like, well, the, we're gonna boycott the buses because of segregation. Oh, well, why would anybody even care? You know, it doesn't matter to me. It's like, well, sometimes it does matter and that's why you speak out. And we're gonna always need people to speak out. Do I agree that he should be suspended? Of course not. Mm-mm. I think that's fucking patently stupid. And yep. also that the people who want that are typically people whose arena is not sports and it's more po- political and it's that, more about that make an example of people yeah it's more about their own personal causes and 
really spreading and threatening the message yeah, and, uh, with, with everybody which has nothing to do with what happened at hand and and the, the biggest part is that you said the right thing he's at work and yeah. people that come out and say this you would not do this at your job you right. would not do this at your working environment you wouldn't do this in front of your boss or supervisor if you were on a business trip you wouldn't go on a conference call and be like look here motherfucker i'm tired of you you would lose your job yeah he's at work man it's fucking stupid and that's all I'm saying. Like, I actually, what was funny is the, and someone's like, well, why do you apologize other than PR? I was like, he had to apologize because idiots are the ones defending him right now. Yes. You never, I never will defend a person that apologizes again. Nope. You apologize for that shit. Fuck you. You didn't stand for it. That means you did it stupidly. You weren't actually thinking about it. So at best, you're not doing it on principle. Yep. Yep. You know, you're a person that just said some stupid shit. Now, if he would have came out and owned it and just been like, yo, honestly, where I'm from, that's a common thing. And I just thought it was funny at the time. And that's why I said it. I don't I didn't mean to be offend anybody. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't mean that gay people. I don't mean to be negative towards gay people. But this is uh, this is part of my culture. And uh, that's what I thought. I would have been like, yep, that's fucked up. But. He I'm, owned it. He owned it. And, and that, what and can I, you say to somebody that tells you, I said something wrong and I don't give a fuck? Okay. And and that's the thing. It's like people want to say fucked up shit and not give a fuck. But then when they call that, they go, oh, oh, I do give a fuck. Well, do you give a fuck or you don't give a fuck? Yeah. Stop pretending. Like, stop. That's right. Stop pretending. Right. Everybody want to pretend like they don't care. But you do care. Yes, you do. You want you want your language to be accepted without judgment even though you're using judgmental language that's right and you're not that clever you're not that smart often this shit is very hack when people use it which is the main reason i don't support a lot of the times when people use certain words because like it's not even that i'm against that word being used but literally you're using it in such a stereotypically hack way it's not even funny to me no you know and and, and that's the thing about uh when you're trying to have humor and come across i think a lot of people say it just to be offensive and not really for comedy's sake one dude on twitter actually called basically called me a liar because he said well when you were on the message boards back in the day you weren't calling people out for using uh, homophobic slurs and shit i was like Number one, uh, you're wrong. I never use those terms. And there's been more than one time that I've actually had to be like, uh, yo, I, I, I don't agree with this and I don't use those terms. More than one time I've had to publicly just come out. Nope. I don't please. I don't say that, you know? Um, but, uh, it's funny though, because all of a sudden it was, well, you never say such and such, right? Yes, I do. You know? And then also, my point isn't I'm a I'm some type of crusader against language. I'm actually the opposite. Yeah, I'm about I'm about use any language you want to use. I'm on that side. Yeah, you can actually say whatever you want to about anyone. Period. I don't care how fucked up or racist it is. As I'm just I might judge you. That's I, right. I might say something back. That's right. But the truth of the matter is, my goal isn't to make you talk a certain way. That's right. Honestly, if you're thinking the shit, it doesn't matter how the fuck you say it. You know, everybody's so worried about police and language, but it's like, uh, did the dude really believe that? Yeah. It doesn't matter then. You know, he actually is a believer of the bullshit that he said. That's the thing about the Roy Hibbert thing. Do you think that he doesn't believe no homo is funny after he just chuckled to himself? No, he believes it. And he still thinks it's funny, probably. Yeah, he apologized because he had to, but yeah, he still thinks that's just funny. Of course. But he backed off of it, which is kind of some cowardly shit to do. He had to do it to save his job, so to make sure he plays. But, 
yeah, he don't believe in it that much. Ain't that the truth? At work, man. And then the dude, uh, the dude called me a liar. I was just like, and I said, look, man, I, I've I've talked about it before. I've never been that guy. I've I've never been a dude that's like, yeah, man, really got. It's really funny when people say faggot. Oh God, it's so good. I really need people to say it more often. I've never. I don't use it. I don't talk like that. And so the guy was like, uh, well, I I followed you on 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 uh, on the message board. I would know if you were talking like that. I would know if you would have ever said something about it. I was like, fuck you, man. If you're gonna call me a liar, just fuck you. And we can't have this conversation. No, we we can't. And you know, you just like don't impugn my credibility because you like saying shit like no homo and Paul so much. Don't do it. You know, like my because my point isn't even you can't say it. But don't I might lie. not have called you out, but that doesn't mean I didn't, I didn't speak even call, on it. I didn't even call him out, Karen. No, 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 no. Like, like, like yeah. he he's acting like if you never called me out on the message board, almost like it don't exist. But that's not always true. I'm very live and let live. Yes. So if that means you go around saying dumb shit I don't agree with. Then you get to say dumb shit. Yes, you do. You know, that's it. Anyway. Um, all right, we got, let's cover, let's do some guest arrays because people going to get mad because we're about to end the fuck out of this. Yes, we are. And go watch, uh, the basketball game. A drunken Brooklyn lawyer tossed her panties at cops during a berserk rant. Mm. What is your hood lawyer up to? Mm. Oh, Lord. Check, uh, Shirley Wong. Make sure you know she is from Florida. No. She travels a lot. A boozy Brooklyn lawyer tried to skip out on a $6 taxi fare. $6? Mm-hmm. Then was busted after stripping off her panties and tossing them at the cops while screaming profanity. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Cops, they, they, cops then found a very drunk Stephanie Hendricks, 39, who was clerked for an Oregon Supreme. By the way, <laughs> New York Post does no spell checking i'm i'm fixing these errors as i'm reading oh shit yeah. see back back to we talk about morgan they they, mm-hmm. they need an editor yep because it says cops they found it's cops then found or cops found oh snap they very drunk but there's cops they found this is nypost.com y'all and who and so it says anyway who has clerked for an oregon supreme court justice and served as a black man fellow in front of Williamsburg Deli after she bolted from a yellow cab around 2.30 a.m. Saturday. The body barrister, who lives with her church-going mom in Flatlands, pulled off her panties and showed the cops her lady parts, then lunged at them, yelling, <gasps> yelling, suck my pussy, eat my ass, you fucking pigs. Wow. Well, now her DNA is definitely on file. Yeah, it is. Somebody got it somewhere. Normally, we don't see people cursing at police officers. Uh, Delhi owner Muhammad Rahman told, uh, the New York Post. Then, but then she opened up her clothes in front of the police officer in front of us. She looked crazy. She showed everything to the cops. She had no panties. <laughs> I ain't got no panties on. I ain't got, got no, no panties, panties on. on. I ain't got no panties on on the dance floor. Yes, ma'am. The cops were saying, calm down, lady. Calm down. Be cool. Now bend over and let me see that pussy. Uh, <laughs> the incident was captured on the Delhi surveillance video, which shows Hendricks charging out of the shops, her butt, her shop, her butt exposed and lunging at officers. The lawyer who her runs butt a, exposed. <laughs> the lawyer who runs a small private practice in downtown Brooklyn was slapped with a slew of charges, including theft of services, resisting arrest, disorderly conduct and exposure. My boyfriend broke up with me and embarrassed Hendricks explained yesterday to the post. I went out. I got drunk. 
I had a bad night. So you had a bad day. Mm-hmm. You take your panties off. Showing your ass. Throw them at the cops. Then you give it a toss. <laughs> uh, it was obviously an altercation, but I have no recollection for a certain point in the evening. So, yeah, she blacked out. Yes, she did. Everyone was in a festive mood, she said. Things were flowing, then things got out of control. I was wasted. All caps, uh, all caps bold. You better get, you couldn't get bigger. All caps bold, wasted. Uh, she said she regressed the behavior and tried to apologize to the police yesterday. She worries that her sloppy antics would sink her career. Yeah, would you go to this lady? I think. No. If I had a DUI, I'd go to her because she understands, you know, she's been there. It's like, you ever been so drunk, you just blacked out? She's like, oh, my God, yes, come in. Come in, I represent you. Pro bono. Then she showed up to court late, throwing draws at the cops. (laughs) I, the judge. I'll approach the bench judge and take these panties. Please take these panties. My ex-boyfriend broke up with me. Oh, Lord. I'm a sole practitioner, Hendrix said, sobbing. I solicit business from the public. Two of her clients were befuddled by the wacky incident. Wow, that's an absolutely bizarre story to hear, one said. Wow, they, they, you know what that means. The newspaper was such assholes that they were probably in her waiting in her lobby. Like, did you, so what do you think about your lawyer and how she got drunk, threw <gasps> her panties at the cops, and then exposed herself? She did what? <laughs> you know that's uh, how people was like, what would happen? No, no, no. See, I'm here about the, the custody case. Yeah, 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 but your lawyer last night, uh, we're here to, we're with the New York Post. We're here to cover the incident uh of her wow. being uncovered if you know what i mean uh ah! titties everywhere very unprofessional uh she was very drunk and uh it got it got caught on surveillance camera yeah she was getting all freaky with the justice system yeah so one cu- one customer said wow that's an absolutely bizarre story to hear see it's a start bizarre story to hear meaning the post told them the story see what i'm saying yeah i'm completely shocked and appalled to hear this because that doesn't sound like her in the least but I wish she would throw them panties at me. Uh, ah. <laughs> you think it was meatloaf for Fritos night over there, Karen? Oh, I hope not. The client described Hendrix as a hardworking professional whom she has recommended to many business colleagues. According to Hendrix's website, she has given legal talks at several New York State Bar Association conferences and served on their committees. Well, maybe she went there because she thought it was an open bar, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, ooh, the New York State Open Bar Association. <laughs> In the wrong bar. Mm, let me get an extra pair of panties. I'm going to be throwing them everywhere tonight. <laughs> ah. Yeah. And the worst part is that Frankie Beverly and Mays wasn't even performing. She just threw the panties anyway. Oh, like, Lord. That's not good. Everybody has something like that. This happened to them, the lawyer's reason. Life will go on. I will survive. Uh, Ma'am, not everyone's had something like this happen to them. That's, a, that's not, that's that's not over embellish. Yes. That's not over embellish. Uh, all right, man. Let me check the chat room and see what everybody yes, thinks the race. on the race. I'll take someone who cried when Michelle Bachman announced her retirement for 1000 Rod. Italian ex-stripper turned lawyer. Whiter than the Heat's home jersey, says Brandon APA. The correct answer is black. It was a black she, she woman, She was black, y'all. y'all. Mm-hmm. She, she like she might have a little junk in the trunk, too. She tried. Yeah, she mm-hmm. does. Like them, they they saw the full brown moon. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they did. <laughs> you know, uh, you know what I'm saying? Up top, Stephen Richards. No, you know what I mean. Um, all right, let's do one more. Um, a man was charged with having sex with a pit bull at the Chicago Pound. Oh shit! I guess he was getting his pound on. If you know what I'm saying, <laughs> he was pounding it down. That's what I'm talking about. Talking about bestiality, everybody. Uh, ah. 
50 year old man was charged with having sex with a pit bull while on a tour of the chicago animal care and control facility he was on a tour and if you go this way this is where the animal pens are everyone try to keep up uh and if you turn to the mm, i feel like we've lost one mm. Was okay. it two, four, wow. six, eight, nine women? I thought we had ten on this tour. Yeah, well, I'm sure he must he'll be in the bathroom. Up. Yes, he'll show up. Wow, that seems a lot of barking going on down there. Well, yes. maybe they're putting a couple of animals like an down. Animal in pain. Uh, Gerardo Perez, Gerardo Perez, guess the race, was charged with felony having sexual conduct with an animal and burglary after he was found having sexual relations with a pit bull at the city pound. Why a pit bull? You know what I mean? Like of all the the animals, it seemed like the pit bull would be the most dangerous one to fuck. Yes. You know, maybe he thought it was. He's like, oh, that jaws locked so tight. Oh lord. Yeah, he might have been excited on it, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't I don't know why a uh, pit bull would be the one that um that had that that you try to fuck, man. Like it's got to be like it wasn't no chihuahuas in there. or I guess not. Some sort of breed of animal that uh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> some sort of some sort of breed of animal that would be okay. Cause uh, I don't know. I just feel like maybe he was a fan of the artist pit bull, and that's what he wanted to do. <laughs> he's, he's walking in there like, mm hmm. Look at that dog right there in that pen. Oh yeah. One, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about this dog? That's oh shit! Dog. It's a pit bull. Here's your donkey treats. Hey! Come on here! Yeah! Get another bowl full! Come on here! Come on here! You sexy thing! <laughs> so, um. One, two, three, four. Get up on these donkey treats! Hey! <laughs> he was a legend. Oh, dog! <laughs> he was alleged to a. That tricked. He was allegedly on his hands and knees on the side of the dog. Oh shit! Now he got to be the only man that's having doggy style was having dog sex, but not doggy style. Oh, right. He's like, I like missionary dog sex. Oh lord! Appearing to have just had sex with the animal. So oh, he, <gasps> so he actually came and everything. He take oh. a nap. He was holding a glass of Kool Aid and a, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that the dog had made for him. Yeah. Wearing the dog's he was collar wearing, around his neck. Yeah, he was on you, bitch. And the dog was wearing his button-up shirt, making him breakfast. <laughs> yeah, like, like a Clint Eastwood movie. Perez then in in wait then made inculpatory statements regarding the sexual conduct with the dog to other employees at the scene. He was arrested at his home on Friday. Bell was reportedly set at eighty thousand dollars on Saturday. Wow. Yeah, that's high bail too. You can get less for beating a woman. Yeah, that's what I did. animals are more, are worth more than women. Like literally, what, animals what, are worth more than women. What could have his statements have been? Hey, it's not what it looks like. <laughs> I just like taking my pants off, laying next to a dog with semen on the ground. What it, is the problem? The bitch asked for it. No, no, no. It, it really is a bitch. She asked for it. Look what this bitch had on. That that freaking collar with them spikes on it. She's asking for it. Yes. Uh, all right, let me get everybody's guess. Uh, the race in the chat room. Armando Pitbull Perez Cuban. Going with Cuban. Okay. Yes, Cuban B. One who has at least one relative named Jesus Latin. 
Pound Puppies Kulo Thief by Day Gardener at Night. <laughs> night Gardener. Hmm. How do you do that? But uh yeah, the correct answer is Latino. Mm-hmm. Latino. Um now we can't get out of here without talking about sore ratchetness. Nope. Karen. I mean, I don't care if LeBron plays a hundred games, sevens, uh Sore ratchetness gets talked about in the blackout yeah, tips. It does now. A ran man accused of brandishing a sword at a deputy. I sliced the sheriff, <laughs> but I did not chop the deputy. A Kanawha County. Glad you didn't. A Kanawha County man faces charges of brandishing a sword at a deputy. Police say 35-year-old Chayton Samuel Nelson of Rand pulled a four-foot-long samurai sword from a sheath strapped to his back. Wait, did we cover this already? I don't know, did we? Yeah, because he had that sheath strapped to his back, right? Okay. I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, sword ratchetness is crossing over. Let me pull up another sword ratchet story. I mean, there's so many of them. Uh, trust me, uh, I, I have more. So uh, let's do this one. Let's do this one. Isn't that crazy? I got two articles about the same sword thing. A man committed for sword slaying won't be released. Oh, you think? Oh, oh he's going to chop his way out of there. They finally, they finally wised up and realized you don't put these fools back on the street after they kill someone with the sword? You better not. A man who killed... I can't believe this is news. It wouldn't be like a man who shot someone would not be released. It was like... Of course he won't be released. A man who killed his son, Prairie neighbor, with a sword won't be getting out of a mental health institution. Zachary Shams and his lawyer petitioned it for his release from the Mendota Mental Health Institution. Shams was given a lifetime commitment to Mendota after he was found not guilty by reason of mental illness in the 2009 death of 31-year-old Anthony Edelbeck. And, and why would you want him to be released? Because obviously he's probably getting the help that he needs. Right. Like, oh, he was just crazy enough to kill someone with a sword. But, hey, that was three years ago. Oh, no, sweetie. So, you know. You would have to really show, like, rehabilitation. Like, yeah. Like, real. Uh, he, I'm not, hey, I wouldn't kill someone with a sword twice. Probably. The victim's, fam- ah! the victim's family attended a hearing on Monday in Dane County Circuit Court. Edelbeck's father, Dale, told the judge that they were fearful Shams would commit other violent acts if he was released. The State Journal reports Shams public defender Dennis Burke conceded that there wasn't enough evidence to support the release petition. Of course not. And that was his own public defender that said that? <laughs> He's like, no, no, don't let my client out. No. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I fought for insanity so y'all wouldn't kill him by the death chair. Do not let him out so I have to represent his yeah, ass again. He, he's still crazy as hell, everybody. Yeah. Okay. That's why we, we went with insanity because we knew he was insane. We didn't do it right. just because we was trying to get him off. Yeah, he has his own uh, insanity check, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, he does. Okay. Uh, he likes to hang out with Chris and Kev, is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Well, um, that's it for today. Very short show, but that's because we got to go watch these damn playoffs. Um, yeah, we do. Game seven, y'all. Uh, Floyd Mayweather bet $5.9 million tonight on the Heat. <gasps> Seven-point stre- spread. I need to follow him on Twitter immediately because I want to see how that shit turns out. Ooh, that's either going to be real big, real good, or real ugly. Yeah. Talk about needing a PR person, right? Ain't that the truth. He's going to need a PR person that fucking 5.9 million get down the drain because the heat went by six. Wow. (laughs) Right. 
all right guys man uh this is awesome uh we enjoyed it thank you so much people continuing to sign up for premium yes memberships uh hopefully people hearing like the scarfinger interview that kind of stuff wait your beak and you want to um i mean wet your appetite and you want to go in and wet your beak man so uh until tomorrow when we talk about dim thrones with our favorite motherfucker patrice c um i love you i love you too baby Mwah. Mwah.